Welcome to the Breakthrough Zone, where lives are transformed one breakthrough at a time. Now, here's your host, internationally recognized coach and author, John Page Burton. Well, excited to be here. Uh, first episode of the Breakthrough Zone. This Congratulations. Is, yeah, this is cool. This is, uh, you know, for the last few years, I've had several people say, you know, you ought to take take some of your, you know, personal development experience and knowledge and do a podcast. And I really, really wasn't clear how that was going to, how that was going to shake out. And, but over the last, you know, having uh, met you guys down here at LTD Media a couple of years ago, I started realizing, okay, this is possible. And then like everything else and then COVID hit. And so yeah. to be here today, actually doing this is totally awesome. And you know, the breakthrough zone is designed, you know, we say the word breakthrough. I, I think of the word breakthrough in the sense that all of us, as we go through life, we face challenges mm -hmm. and some of those challenges kick our ass. Some of those challenges, you know, make us, you know, send us on a different trajectory. Some of those challenges, quite frankly, just shape our character for our, for a lifetime. And so each week on this show, we're going to bring people to the uh, to the table that have achieved success in their life, but it's about that process. You know, we talk about you set the goal, then you focus on the end result, but it's that gap in between setting the goal and the end result. Mm -hmm. That's where your character's formed. It's that process, and so we're going to bring guests here and. Some of them are business people, some of them are teachers, some of them are celebrities, some are athletes, some are people who've, you know, reached, you know, very high points in their life. They've had massive success, but that wasn't always the case. Mm -hmm. And so being able to have an opportunity, you know, to go back and forth on this show with people, it's going to be awesome for me too, because I learn, I'm a lifelong learner. And so I always pick up something from every interaction. And being able to do that in the breakthrough zone with some amazing guests and to be able to to learn while I get to have a great conversation, while we get to talk a little professional growth, personal growth, personal development is awesome. And so, you know, having an opportunity to come down here and, and spend time with 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 David Samarano, who is the, you know, the co-founder of LTD Media and here in beautiful Marana, Arizona, yeah, where I now call home. Yes, and love it here. It's an awesome place to live, awesome community, and to have an opportunity to have this resource where we could actually produce the show, where you guys can, you know, help guide us through the process. It's just making it so much easier. So, um, thank you for having the Breakthrough Zone as part of the LTD Media Network. We're excited to be here and. We really appreciate you guys. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you for the opportunity for us to put you into the network, the podcast network that we're building here. This is just a great way to get the information out, you know, with what you're bringing to the table and to this platform. Uh, it, it is just it's so imperative to people's success. Uh, hearing stories of the struggles and the journey of getting to where they are, the part of personal growth that people really don't cover often you know most of the time you're seeing the the 
the greatness and the achievements front front and center because that's what's sexy. This is what people want to see. They think that that's like how it's just gonna be, right? So yeah. I'm super excited to be your first guest on on this on the Breakthrough Zone because I I, I do have stories to tell. I have uh, personal growth. Stories and struggles and journey to share that I I I, I hope and, and I kind of know will help some people out because I I do get questions a lot like hey how did you end up here you were in a whole different realm before this so I'm I'm super stoked to be here yeah no we're this this is good and as I was thinking about this you you're the perfect first guest because you know not only for us to to get into our rhythm with the show because every show has to start somewhere but. You know, it's something you, you just said a minute ago. It's like we see people who are successful or they've grown a successful business or they're, you know, a, whatever. It doesn't matter what the career is. They're, they, we see them as, wow, they're really successful. And then we always hear this term overnight success. Wow, that person was an overnight success. Yeah. Every person I've ever met that's a quote overnight success, it was like at least 10, 15 years in the making. Mm-hmm. Right. They And they had some moment. I teach a course called Pivot from Your Heart, which is kind of a career reinvention course. But we talk about that. There's that moment where you wake up one day and go, man, I just uh, I just can't do this anymore. It just doesn't I'm just not feeling it. Right. Yeah. And it's in that moment. But but as soon as we say that, we feel that in our heart. Then our head kicks in and goes, yeah, but you can't do that or you can't. You know, I mean, we're going to talk. I'm going to talk to you a minute about your career change because it was huge. Right. Yeah. But it's like all of a sudden you're like, well, you can't do that. Well, why? Well, because it's just not practical or mm-hmm. or whatever, right? So, um, so you were in law enforcement. Yes. Right? So you you started eleven your, years. Eleven years in law enforcement, and you're out chasing bad guys, and mm-hmm. you know every day you were in. You know, I have the utmost respect for law enforcement in the sense that every day you put yourself in the line of fire. Mm-hmm. Law enforcement in America today, unfortunately. A lot of them are targets, right? Mm-hmm. And so you're going out there and you're you're trying to provide for your family. You're you're doing what's right for your community, yeah. And you're doing that for 11 years, right? Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden, one day, what happened? I mean, how did you uh, how did you get here? I mean, we're sitting in a production studio, which is fabulous. <laughs> LCD Media is awesome, by the way, folks. It's beautiful. Yeah, it it really is, and it's it's a great place to to be at and to work at with, especially with Nadeva that's here running the sound and everything. She's amazing. She's, she's amazing. Yeah. Yeah. She's, she's really good at what she does and she's a great person. You know, going back to what you asked, uh, what happened, you know, people are going to look at what I did and go, he, did he just wake up one day and go, okay, I'm done. Like I, I just walked away and started this. And I'm going to, I'm going to break it to you and say, no, Right. I, I didn't just wake up and, and, and walk away from everything that I've known for the last decade. There was a lot more to it. You know, I built some relationships with the co-founder that's part of this company, Clint Peak, and we had a lot of in-depth conversations and we spent a lot of time together coming up with plans and figuring out how we were gonna do this thing and going through tons of failure and sweat equity. There was probably, I would say, a little over a year where I really never had a day off. Okay. Where I was able to devote time to myself and to my wife. And it, you know, I look back at that stuff, that that kind of thing happening. And that had a lot to do with 
a lot of changes that happen. Um, when you're working a full-time job and you're doing something on the side, uh, you will see how fast your, your hours disappear mm-hmm. and the time with your loved ones and the sacrifice you're making. So that had a big part of, part of it. The next thing was um, I experienced some stuff in the, the career itself where uh, I didn't feel that at this point in time my calling was fully here. Now, I'm going to tell you right now, I'm very passionate. Um, I did not do any disservice to anybody. I gave 110% every single day where I was out there wearing the badge and vest and protecting people. But I did recognize that something was telling me that there was all this stuff I was building on the side uh, that I needed to start focusing on that more. Hmm. And it's naturally when I started focusing on that more, more started coming from it. Mm-hmm. And it it was it was a consistency thing, right? So it started getting busier and busier and busier. So that whole concept of where where our focus goes, the energy yes. follows. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And so I did not lose focus of what I was doing every day for my full time job, but I'm going to tell you right now, it was extremely draining, like stressful, not being able to take time off from something. But what I did find was building this. What at that time did feel like an outlet for me. So some people might be like, yeah, you're crazy working all the time. And I had some of my friends that were like, do you stop? Do you take a break? And I was like, well, I'm having so much fun doing this on the side that I don't really feel like it was truly work. Right. So um, That's what they say when you, when you, and I know it's true for me, when you're, when you're doing something you're passionate about that you really enjoy. Yeah. Time flies. Yeah. Yeah. And when you're doing, conversely, though, when you're doing something that you don't enjoy, mm-hmm. it's just the clock just moves. It yeah. It just moves slow. Yeah. Right. It does. It does. And so it, it was really trippy. So we had our, my wife and I had our, our first child, uh, and I was home with her for uh, a couple months while she was healing and, and we were raising the child. And uh, during that time, the business picked up where there was a week where I had like a $3,000 week just on my own, just yeah. doing whether it was social media or, or video or something. Somebody needed like a website or something. Yeah. And I'm like, that's more than I'll ever make in a week right. doing right. the law enforcement thing. Yeah. And the reality is there, most police officers and law enforcement officers are not going to tell you they're in the, in, in the gig for pay. No. Cause if that was the case, then, <laughs> there would probably be none. I mean, it'd be it, chaos on yeah. the streets. Because <laughs> yeah, it's really not, really not about that at all. Right. Um, it's like school teachers. So yes. Yeah. 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 You're kind of getting. Uh, I mean, you can keep the lights on and and go yeah. on a vacation every once in a while. And yet they're so important, right? They're so important to yeah. society. Yeah. Educating your children as a parent, you want yeah. your children to get the best education. Mm-hmm. You want your streets to be safe. Yeah. Right. But if people out there aren't compensated in the business world, not yeah. to derail here, but in the business world, as you know, you dictated that three thousand dollar week. I did. Right? You said, "Okay, I'm going to, you know, when you were in law enforcement, you know, whichever police department doesn't matter you work for at that time." Mm-hmm. Said, "Okay, David, here's the deal. We're going to give you a badge. We're going to give you a car. It's a cool car too. Yeah. It's fast, and we're going to give you a uniform, and we're going to give you, you know, training, and we're going to do all these things, and here's what we're going to pay you. Mm-hmm. And that's it. Yeah. And here, 
you're on the side, you're following your passion over here, and all of a sudden your passion starts producing a $3,000 week. Mm-hmm. What was that? I mean, what was the first thing that went through your through your head when that happened, when you realized? So at first it was <laughs> like uh, getting everything lined up to get done, right? Scheduling it on the right. calendar and, and being organized. And uh, mm-hmm. it, you kind of really didn't think about it. You're like, all right, this is – this is great. I can put this in here. And then and then when I sat down and like looked at the numbers, I went, holy cow. We're talking about three thousand dollars in one week of, of work if I can keep doing that and and keep going and going. Like I know it's gonna take a lot. Like I, right. I you know, uh, but it was kind of mind blowing. Yeah. But I'm not I was not surprised that that, mean, that means anything. Yeah. It wasn't like I was like, wow. How did this happen? Right. Like, no, there, I mean, there was a process. It wasn't like you had been doing this for a while. You had, you had had to uh, build your skills. Yeah. You had had to make the connection with your partner. You had mm-hmm. all these things. This is that overnight success story. Yeah. Wow. He just decided one day. Well, I'm going to go and do this. I'm going to follow my passion. And yeah. voila, the universe said, "Hey, I'm going to give you a three thousand dollar week to get you started. How do you feel?" And you went, "Wow, that's great." It doesn't work that way. No. You know, see, people don't understand. To get to the next level, you have to get next level skills. Mm-hmm. You have to get committed. I was talking to a guy last night who was on our, a course I'm teaching, and he was he was part of our group, and he's got a really good corporate job. Yeah. And during the the Zoom, his wife had had a late meeting, so during the Zoom, this is parental commitment, right? Yeah. He's got his little boy Diego in his lap, oh, yeah. right? But you could tell that you know. I could just tell by his facial expressions that when he was talking about um, his corporate job, the passion was, it just wasn't there. It was like he was going through the motions. Yeah. When he started talking about his side hustle, mm-hmm. his facial expressions changed everything. And yeah. I brought this up. I said, when you talk about your, your corporate job, your, your face is kind of turned. It's almost like a little grimace, right? Mm-hmm. But when you talk about your side hustle over here and your true passion, you're smiling. Yeah. You know, you just, your your energy is so different. And it's like, it's that leap, though, where you where you finally realize, okay, I'm making enough here. Mm-hmm. And that probably happened for you. I can do this. I know I can do this now. Yeah. So then what happened with the decision? Right? So I had a conversation, a couple conversations with the wife. Um, you know, we, we fortunately made uh, a real estate move pretty early in our marriage uh, that we reaped some benefits from and that was able to take care of any like that pretty much got rid of all obligations outside of a mortgage that we had okay. to include two cars right so we didn't have any you know we don't have any <clears throat> car notes or anything like that and um you know we you know she's she's an accountant she's a graduate of Eller and she's a brilliant woman and so she's like well let's crush the number or crunch the numbers and see where we're at and we had that when we were having that conversation and she goes hey we can totally do this we just gotta cut a little stuff here, you know. It, it, most of it comes to, to luxury stuff that you get used right. to having, and, yeah, and you yeah. know, subscriptions and oh yeah, and uh, you know, being able to, you know, we were dinks before the the baby, right? Double income, no kids, yeah, right? So yeah. we're both we're both working, and we didn't have really any obligations other than mortgage, so right. we were used to all kinds of just kind of <laughs> doing whatever we want. I mean, I, we would go out to eat and all that stuff sure, often, sure. but. Uh, we really took time to to put the numbers together, and it was like, wow, this is this is very doable. And uh, 
there was a very firm understanding between the wife and I that there were going to be times where I wasn't going to have money coming in, yeah. that it needed to go to the company and the people that are affiliated or in, in the company and expenses that need to be taken care of yeah. before I can go and, and do anything big with it or anything. And uh, once we had cleared that up, we it was it was time. And, and another thing was is time with family. You know, working in law enforcement, your schedules are kind of, luckily I had been there long enough where it was decent, but there was still a lot of times where it wasn't getting home on time or when sure, supposed to, sure. right? And I was sure. also getting up at three in the morning every day for work, which was just not not a good cup of tea to, to drink. <laughs> so, um, but uh, <clears throat> yeah, so that after that conversation, I said, hey, you know what? I'm going to put the two weeks in. And uh, so I did. I went into work and said, hey, uh, I, I'm going to go start this. I'm going to get this business going to where it needs to be. Yeah. And, you know, there were a lot of people who were like, holy cow. Like That was that breakthrough moment when you said, I know I can do this. Yeah. Yeah. And then what, what started happening in your head? Did you have anything happening in your head the minute you said, <laughs> I know I can do this? Tons. <laughs> Tons. Right. Right. Uh, you know, I knew that I had somebody here that was that was already Nede the that was here, I knew that I could depend on her to be some, a huge part of this. And then Clint, and not only that, but I had like everything already in place to do, to do a lot of stuff. So I started really piecing together ways to increase money streams, mm-hmm. right? So it's like, all right, well, I, I, I know what I made that week. I know what I can, but let's let's do more stuff. Not only that, I really, I guess you could say I really had a chip on my shoulder to help out the com- local community. Okay, why well. was it? Why was that? Why was that? I grew that's up. That's an interesting. That's interesting that you would say, I had a chip on my shoulder, to help my community. Yeah, on the surface, it sounds kind of, yeah, incongruent. Yeah. You know? So when we talk about getting into law enforcement, yeah, that chip on the shoulder was there because I got in law enforcement to do that same thing, to serve the community, protect people. Because I grew up surrounded by people that did that same exact thing and some of my mentors that I had growing up really pushed that on me and made me see the importance of community Hmm. and having people in the community that are looking out for for other people and and in this instance it's like well I was out protecting people and and doing and arresting bad guys get people out of the area that don't need to be here but going into business into the business world like I know I've had so many conversations with people that have told me, I just, I want to start a business. I want to do this. And I just don't know where to start. I don't know how to get my website going. I don't know where I go from here. Yeah. And I'm like, I want to be the guy that get, does that. So that's interesting because you're like, so you're on the front end, right? Mm-hmm. And so I'm on the middle end. Mm-hmm. And that I'm, my, my niche client is that person who is, uh, they've done 20 years. They've, Kids are now out of the house, yeah. And now they go, okay. So what do I really want to do when I grow up? What do I really want to <laughs> yes, do? I love hearing that. Yeah. Right. What, what do, do I, I really, really want to do? This every time I come into the office, it's sucking my soul. But how do I do this? And so I created a four-step process to take people through that reinvention. I mean, mm. and so you're on the front end getting them started, and then I'm on the middle end getting them restarted. Right. It's a yeah. total reinvention process. Mm-hmm. But it's interesting how um, 
it's all about community. Yeah. You know, and I want to go back to something you said because it's super, super important, right? And that's that you had a wife who was supportive. You had a wife who said, okay, this is your dream. We can make this work. Mm-hmm. We're going to have to cut out the triple frappe lattes or whatever they're <laughs> called at Starbucks in the morning maybe. But we're going to we're gonna make this work. I'm blessed to have the same. My wife of now 14 years, I mean, she's amazing. I mm-hmm. mean, she's coming out this morning, you know, thought we were on our first date. I mean, she's kissed me. Oh, I'll go, awesome. go get them, you know, and all of a sudden. But that's so important because you have to have that support system, especially right there in your house. Yeah. And then you have a child that comes into your life, and then you're, you know, and I, I'm sure all this time in your mind you're going, okay, there's it's human nature to go, am I doing the right thing? Is this the right move? I mean, maybe not, you know, but yeah. it's like for a lot of people, they start to second guess, and that's why the majority i think of people don't get started because they they're in their head they're in their head a lot john i i i really <clears throat> like that you brought that up and i like what you do for that reinvention thing and it's so important i'm going to i'm going to tell you my opinion why mm. when you're talking about the second guessing stuff if anybody tells you that they didn't second guess themselves they're lying <laughs> right they're sure. they're just not telling the for truth sure. they're not giving you the, the genuine genuine story i was second guessing myself when i hit cortero on the way here yeah oh my god is this thing really gonna take <laughs> off i mean it's just this breakthrough zone i mean i like yeah it seems like a good idea and well and that's when we have to take uncomfortable action that's when and we look have at to, us now here and here we are having a great conversation it's taking that uncomfortable action yeah so the reality is is you will have support from people but you will be amazed at the forces that come towards you that try to keep you from doing what you want to do. Yeah, yeah. And if you're not prepared to understand that that's going to happen, you get you got to be prepared. You do. You have to. Yeah. Because you will be surprised at the people that you know that might become one of those forces. Yeah. And or the circumstances that occur that yeah. become one of those forces. Yeah. And... Second, I'm going to say right now, second guessing yourself is totally okay. You should. You should because if you're not, who are you competing against at that point? Yeah. You're competing with the new new you against the old you. Yes. Yes. So you're going to ultimately decide which one's going to win. Exactly. Yeah. So, and if you're okay with saying, all right, I I gave in to the old me, I'm going to stay. Like that, that competition's over. Right. right? So um, going and, and doing it, there was tons of second guessing, you know, you're you're gonna you're gonna you're gonna question your confidence, right? There's yeah. there I you know, I was I was telling my wife I'm like there are still days where I have really hard days because I the the, the you get so used to in your in your program of life mm-hmm. in a corporate job mm-hmm. or something where you expect and know that the the paycheck's coming that the benefits are there that the comfort is there mm-hmm. that's a, that all went out the window. Yes. Right. So, yeah. month to month, you never know what's going to happen, right? So, yeah. so dealing with that too, that those become those become hard things. But um, you counter that with, for me, I counter it with. I see it as a challenge again. Like, yeah. well, what are you going to do, David? Right. Are you going to? Com- are you not going to compete? Yeah. Because you can work hard all you want. Yeah. But if you don't compete, even against yourself, it doesn't matter. Yeah, it's that self confidence. Like I was talking to this group last night about. We have to protect our self-confidence because every day, you know, 
there 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 are forces chipping at that, mm-hmm. right? And it, it seems like when you start to, you know, you're starting to rise, you're starting to go in the direction you're supposed to mm-hmm. when the heat starts getting turned up. Yeah. And so a lot of people, when the heat starts getting turned up, that's when they say, well, you know, I, that's when you really start second guessing yourself. Well, you know, my mom was probably right that I'm foolish and how could I do this? And all those voices kick in. Yeah. And the only way we can, we can protect our self-confidence is we have to, again, take uncomfortable action. We have to mm-hmm. do things that cause us to stretch and grow. If we stay in our comfort zone, we don't get anything done. Mm-hmm. There's nothing going on in the comfort zone at all. It's, yeah. it's, it's all outside. And then the other thing is that as you, as you go, people who are, you know, you'll see this too, they'll cheer you on, but the further you go and the more you start to follow your dreams then you have people that are starting to, uh, they're starting to take the pot shots. You know, they're nice. Mm-hmm. They say good things to you. Yeah to your face but then they're like yeah he's a fool it's never gonna work you know yeah. that type of thing so you have all that going on so there's so much on that entrepreneurial path mm-hmm. that journey that you yeah. have to learn to just shut it out because you know your self-confidence is is the most important thing you have and you have to do everything you can every day to protect it because it's going to be it's just that's the way it works yeah. and nobody nobody including the government is coming to help you never uh uh-uh. No. It's it's no, uh it's no. you it's you yeah. versus every force that comes absolutely. Your way. So anyone you see who's back to that whole overnight success thing, anyone you see who is successful, who you consider that person is successful, they've done built a company, they've done a good job, they're a pillar in their community, whatever that looks like. Mm-hmm. They had to battle these same things. You know, yeah. the person goes, yeah, no, I pretty much had good self confidence on day one. Equal is in check, no problems there. They're lying. Because we're we're gonna we're gonna battle. I shared last night. I mean, you know, people think, well, you're a coach and you're in personal professional development. Therefore, you must be grounded all the time. Oh no, I wasn't grounded last night at all. Yeah. Fifteen minutes before I'm teaching a course, all of a sudden I start having technology challenges. Air conditioning decides not to work. The gremlins were there. Oh yeah, I had to blow up my <laughs> studio because I have no AC. I've got to get it yeah. reset everything up. And then I've got a five, four, three, two, one. Hey, everybody. Yeah. You know, and so we, we, we have to, I think being honest with ourselves yeah. about ourselves is, is like so super important. Yeah. And I, I like that you talk about that story because you get, you know, that they get what's on the surface, right? It's yeah. like uh, yeah. I saw, I think it was a documentary and people can judge me for this, but I, I love documentaries, especially with yeah. Music and stuff, but it, it was Taylor Swift, I believe. Yeah. And I saw how much went into her tour. Oh like, gosh. Yeah. Just all yeah. the stuff in the yeah. background. Yeah. And I saw another one, Logic, too. And it's just like they they just get the surface you. They don't get the the background techno technology issues and stuff that happens. You're all the time. Yeah. yeah. We're it's like just part of the deal. Cable just stops working, or the gremlins come in yeah. here and they start ripping everything apart. And it's gonna be a nightmare during <laughs> monsoon season, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Well, what we was got, that sound? That was all of our stuff blowing up. <laughs> so we got struck by lightning last. Couldn't imagine. Fried some stuff in our studio. Yeah, yeah. It, it, these things happen, mm-hmm. right? And so we have those things, and we, then we have that negative, the negative neighbor or the negative uh, parent or the negative brother-in-law yeah. that they're the ones that are always telling you, yeah, you're crazy. You're, they're the dream stealers, right? And yeah. So you have to negotiate around all of these different things. And the only way you can do that is you have to have that clarity of purpose. You mm-hmm. have to know where you're going, but most importantly, why 
you're going there. Mm-hmm. When you have that, that's that conviction. I think is what will carry you across. Yeah, you know, it's what carried you. I imagine to say, you know, to your sergeant or whoever you report into, mm-hmm. I'm putting in my two week notice. Yeah, you know, yeah, the why. Yeah. You have to have a why. why? If you don't, and you're just going yeah. in, ah, well, I'm going to see what happens. Yeah, it's yeah, disaster yeah. waiting to happen. Oh, it's a, it's complete disaster. So having that why, and then just being able to stick it, mm-hmm. to being able to stick it. A lot of people want to go into business, and then they realize, yeah, but it's it's really hard. It's unpredictable. It's mm-hmm. you know, and and it's then if you don't have the why, I mean, everything is just going to crumble. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. and you have to be willing to. To, to be flexible. Like I, I talk a lot about the people with a fixed mindset has to look a certain way, has to be this way. If anything gets off course, they're out of the game, bad idea, I shouldn't have done this. Yeah. The flexible mind people are like, okay, this is interesting. All right, I need to find a solution around this problem. Flexible-minded mm-hmm. people are so solution-oriented. The fix, they're so rigid. Yeah. And in your business and – any business, but here you've got to got to be flexible. I mean, this is yeah. a you're you're building a business and you're working in your business and mm-hmm. you've got all these different things. So, so how are things today? I mean, how's how is your wife? She's glad you uh, glad you sprung forward and said I'm going to follow my dream. Yeah, she's uh she has good days and bad days. You know, like we yeah. said, there's the times where we talk about, uh, you know, I'll share stuff with the business and you know she's. Like I said her mind is on the numbers yeah, yeah, and, and yeah. stuff like that. What so she, she's analytical. My yeah, wife's analytical yeah. too. What yeah, what yeah. she what and this isn't to knock her in any way. No. This is just no. how we we see life so different, right? right. And that's fine. You need that. Mm-hmm. I told her I'm like sometimes we get frustrated with each other, but I'm like, I, I need that. I need yeah. to hear that sometimes yeah. because yeah. it keeps me on track. But she can't see the momentum. Right. Right. So if I'm if I'm just giving numbers here. You can't see the momentum or what or what's happening, right? You can right. just see, hey, we're making progress on numbers and here and here. What's your, right. you know, we had a conversation the other day about uh, the year-end goals for it. I'm like, hey, you know what? I can tell you what we want our, for our year-end goals by using the percentages and increasing in sales and whatever, yeah. Yeah. but here's the reality of that. Yeah. It's fake. Yeah. No matter what, because of forces that could come up, right? COVID. In a positive way or in a, in a negative way. Yeah. Right, so your end of year could be your goals can be something that you you obtain or something yeah. that ne- you never reach. Right, so, but you know she wants you know so we have that that it, I'm, what I'm trying to explain right now is how different we see things. But you need that, right? But you need that because yeah. I got I like to I like to be able to say yeah we're on track for that. It's balanced. Yeah. Yeah, because you want to have that that you want to have somebody who is, you know, numbers, but you need to have somebody who's visionary. And you think about how many people, I mean, they had they had the numbers, they were they were well on track. That first quarter was looking good. Yeah. And then America shut down. Yeah. For eighteen months. Yeah. And and then now, you know, now you're dealing with um inflation rates that we haven't seen since Yeah. Yeah. You know, de- decades ago. And you mm-hmm. know, people in other business so we're mainly a business to business company, yes. right? Yeah. Well, a lot of their businesses, their their expenses you know, advertising oh, yeah. might be something that they go, all right, well, we'll, we'll let's let's look into something else to yeah, to spend money on. So yeah, that's true because I know I have I have several uh, business clients who are they're having trouble getting inventory. They're having mm-hmm. trouble 
So when they do, they're paying so much more. So there's so many factors that are yeah. really out of our control. Mm -hmm. But it's always good to have that that analytical and then the creative. You're a creative, mm -hmm. and I'm a creative. Yeah. And so we're neither one of us are really risk averse, but mm -hmm. we're going to take calculated risks. I mean, yeah. You want to you, know, you want to take calculated risks, especially when you have a family, right? Yeah, absolutely. But. Uh, that's the thing. It's an analysis paralysis. So yeah. when you have that balance, mm -hmm. someone's keeping you in check, and then you're, but you're free to free to create. I think that's that's what I have, and I think it's yeah. it's fabulous. Yeah, right. yeah. I don't I don't really think she understands how important her role in this whole thing yeah. is. Um, just she just doesn't. And well, uh, if our if our if our ladies uh, are listening to this podcast, they yeah. are going to know how important they are. I know. I know my my wife is amazing, and she's so supportive and just. I'm blessed, and, and from everything you've shared with me, you're blessed. And, mm -hmm. You know, so I won't deny that. Yeah, so won't deny that at all. So you you talked about the uh, flexibility thing, and I want to go back on that. Yeah, if you got time. <clears throat> Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> that was something I really struggled with, and the reason being, at first, I worked so hard to make sure that I would be flexible as I moved made this move, but being in law enforcement. What are people calling us to do? Solve a problem. Solve a problem and enforce an action. Yeah, yeah. like make something happen, address an issue. Right. Uh, so when you're used to doing that all the time, you know, if somebody calls and says, hey, my drunk ex-boyfriend's at my front door knocking on it and threatening to come and kill me or something, well, we got to address that problem. And you have <laughs> a very rigid procedural yes. roadmap that you absolutely mm -hmm. have to follow. Yeah, Ma so it, mainly safety and, yes. and all that stuff. So it's even more, you know, rigid. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. So that that part, you know, that part was the struggle for me because you you do have to you have to work through it, and you're going there to solve a problem. The, but what I took out of this whole experience in law enforcement, there's a tons of things I got from that from that job, and I I, lo I love the job. I can't say that I might not ever like I might I might go back to it one day as a reserve or just for you know who knows right, but. uh it, what I took from it is, and I, people, I think people lose sight of this, and, and, and time's on your side. And that applies in that, in that career and being flexible here, mm -hmm. right? Just when I say time's on your side, acknowledge the time you have and use it to your advantage. Right, right. Don't put yourself in, you know, calendar crammed, or crammed scheduling. Where if there is a problem, you can't take time to fix it. Or, you know, like if we go rushing into something bad as a law enforcement officer, just go get out of the car and start running, we're just open. We're open to every type of danger there is that can be around that corner. Right. right? So, and I think it, the same thing kind of applies to to business. And I'm sure with what you do is there's a lot of planning and it takes time. And it use does, it to yeah. your advantage. Yeah. So being being able to use time to your advantage just coincides with being flexible so much because you have to be able to be flexible it's gonna take time. So yeah. like there's a problem that comes up, I gotta take time to fix it. Yeah, I was I always tell people it's like in my world it's now a clock, right? It's mm -hmm. it's now because you realize that, you know, so many people are like, Well, next year. I got give you an example. So my schedule in the fall is starting to look a little hectic. And so my wife and I, in, in October, our goal is to 
hike rim to rim in the Grand Canyon, right? Nice. Something's to, one of those bucket list goals. But I found myself starting to say, you know, it'd probably be better to do it next year because just the timing and all this. And so I'm out walking, I'm hiking this Sweetwater Trail close to our house last weekend. And I started thinking about that and I started even talking about it. And then all of a sudden I stopped and I said, oh, hell no. No, we're staying on schedule because <laughs> I don't I don't know that there's going to be a next year. Yeah. You know, and, and, and honestly, how how we can do that, we make – we stack, we start creating, well, I don't have the time. Um, you know, I don't have, we make time for what's important to us, right? Mm, and yeah. so for me, it was like, stop, listen to what I teach mm. and say, okay, is that really true? Do, do I, no, I can, I can make time for that. Well, you're just not going to have the time to train adequately. Is that true? No, right? And so when we go through this process of asking ourselves those questions, you know, is this true? I was like, no, we're staying on schedule. This is something we're looking forward to doing. I can't guarantee I'll be here in October. None of us can. But I know that pushing it out next year because I've come up with some lame excuses that I don't have time, We, I'll find the time, right? Yeah. So that's being flexible, Dylan. You know, rigid is, nope, because this, this, and this, I'll do it next. No, I'm, you know, but sometimes yeah. we get caught up in our own stories and our own BS, and I do it. I mean, so. So I said, no, we are going to do this because it's something we want to do. It's an experience of a lifetime, and yeah. I'm not pushing it off another year because didn't we push it off last year? See, yeah, we're not pushing off another year. Yeah. We're going to make it happen. Yeah, yeah. I... And that's in life. Anything you know, we can go. Well, I'm going to, you know, we're going to build this studio, but we'll start next year. No, you didn't. You didn't do that. You said we're going to start now. It's mm -hmm. now o'clock. Let's get going. Right? Yeah. So absolutely, really important. Yeah. So. What else you got for me? You know, that's it. I mean, <laughs> I think we've, we've covered a whole bunch, we Dan. Did. I appreciate, you know, the conversation. You and I have always been able to converse easily. I appreciate oh, yeah. being part of the LTD yeah. Media Network. And, you know, this is uh, this is the first show, right? So yeah. we've got to start somewhere, and I couldn't ask for a better start. I appreciate you uh, yeah. you being here, and, and uh, I look forward to, to seeing what we could do. I think the podcast is going to uh, – our audience is certainly going to benefit because we're going to, people are benefiting from hearing your story today. And, yeah. you know, everyone, that was one of the things last night that was, you know, kind of close here, but that was one of the things from our group last night was somebody said, God, I thought I was the only one that felt that way. No, there's millions of people that feel the way you mm -hmm. do. This is someone who just took a leap of faith, started business in September. Wow. First month was good. October, November, December, he's going, what, what, what was I doing? You know? Yeah. What is it about me? It's mm -hmm. not about you. It's millions of people. Everyone that starts <laughs> that journey yeah. feels that way. They just may not admit it. Yeah. And so, you know, he, I think if he walked away with any takeaways last night, it was probably, this is normal. Millions of people yeah, feel the same way. And if, absolutely. You know, we have people who struggle with depression. There's millions of us, myself included, who, who fight that battle. I mean, mm -hmm. there's still days that I, you know, I have a hard time. But yeah. You know, we just, we just, we just go, we get through it. You know, we, mm -hmm. is the song that we get by with a little help from our friends, right? Yeah, and, absolutely. And that's so true. So, yeah. but I appreciate you. Yeah. Thanks for having me on. I'm really excited to see what you're going to do with this. Uh, I'm honored to be on the podcast with you. I, I had a conversation with you about the guests you're going to have yeah. here on the show. And I, I'm just super excited and we look forward to seeing where this goes and, you know, 
Live the Dream Media is helping you out with this, and you're joining the network. And absolutely, I, 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 it's just a great match. Like I said, we have a great time talking, and yeah, and uh, yeah, man, I'm thank you again. I'm so I'm so excited. Thank you. All right. All right. We'll see you next week. We'll see you. <laughs> We hope you've enjoyed today's show. To learn more about John, visit johnpageburton.com. See you next time in the Breakthrough Zone. This podcast is a Live the Dream Media production.